What's going on, Patriots? Back with another edition of the Patriots Pair Podcast. And we got a doozy for you. Um, and this one here, folks, is very explosive. Matter of fact, what's funny is as much uh, information as there is about this all over the internet. And an explosive of a story as it is, as explosive of a story as this is, no one's talking about it. I have very little conversation or chatter about it anywhere um, in the media at all. I haven't heard anything on any platforms from anybody about this. And this is so big. And, and, and so <laughs> the guy, John Thaler, who we're going to be discussing, we're going to be discussing a few people. Uh, Jacqueline Breger, uh, um, John Thaler, John Thaler, Brittany and Donna Chavez, Brittany, Donna Chavez, uh, Katie Hobbs. So this is obviously about Arizona. This is about election integrity, which is where where this investigation started. Although it uncovered a massive amount of fraud going on in the state of there are yeah. there are accusations that. This is huge. That equal life in prison if found guilty in most circumstances. And and put it this way, it, it's so it's he, the information John Thaler came forward with put his life in danger to the so much so that he's in federal protection. Six times they went after him. Six times Flashing they went after tires the, yep. to uh, just to uh, mess with him enough where he could get going and blow up while yeah, he's going down they, the industry. They, I mean, they tampered with him so bad expertly. Like he's lucky to be alive, and and, and you know it, what's funny is is how all this went down. Now, I mean, this could be a really wild movie. You have to admit. So the guy oh. marries a woman, right? He marries her, and come to find out, she is like she's some, part of the problem. She's, she's what he is trying to investigate. Yeah, she's she's in on the thing that he ends up having to investigate, and it comes out that the this lady thing. has hacking stuff and's got backdoor. Access into databases with election uh, results, and she can uh, county records change them and all kinds of. Ugh. It's nuts. Judgments, you know. Um, well, fake uh, child, a uh, fake child support divorce, uh, uh, issues, divorces, um, judgments rather. Yeah, divorce judgments, um, deeds of trust, all of which were all faked, including the divorce decree from John Thaler, the attorney that we're getting ready to hear from. Um, the, uh, the, the lady he left or divorced named Brittany Chavez gave him a, a divorce decree and that ended up being a fake document too. <laughs> it's nuts. I, but I, this, this clip, I got to give it to John Thaler. He literally says, Hey, look, I'll meet you in the street. I'll so the, the, the thing is, it's like this. He says, uh, and he, and he goes into it, um, pretty hardcore. I'm, I'm certainly willing to talk. What, what he's, uh, what he's alleging here is, is something that you do not want to allege if you're not telling the truth. And what John Thaler's doing in this next clip is he's throwing down the gauntlet. He's saying just like this, if you don't think this is true and, and I'm saying these things are about you, come on and sue me. Because the moment that you sue me, I'm going to have you in court and I'm going to be able to get a discovery on the get all the documentation that you didn't want to give prior to this. So come on, open a can of worms and see what happens. So li listen they, to what he says. If they sue him, they got to provide... The information yeah, everything that, gets to come into the light. That he has, but in a court of law. Correct. Which is what he's trying to get to. I mean, is, exactly. So he's kind of he's kind of baiting them right now. Sue me, please. So li listen to what he says. Here we go. 
talking about defamation. And let me make this clear to anybody out there who's thinking of filing suit. Uh, I'm really good at discovery and I'm really good at cross-examination. If that's not become clear tonight, it would if you tried to sue me. You certainly can do that. But what's going to happen if you do is that I'm going to be allowed to do production of documents requests and get every single document that you wouldn't provide to the committees. So, you know, take your chances if you want. But if I have you on the stand, you better have some really good answers because I got some really good documents. <laughs> like I said, yeah. in the street. <laughs> Man, he came hard. Now, just to kind of give a, a brief overview, right? So this is all came about and was made so famous because of the Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs uh, squabble and election day in, in Arizona. Now, since that day, Carrie Lake's, uh, uh, constantly said that the election was stolen from her, that there was allegations of uh, fraud going on, election fraud going on um, in Arizona. And we found some pretty crazy connections with basically the fox guarding the hen house uh, with Ben Thomas, who was, who uh, Ben Thomas owned a... Um, ben Thomas owns um, uh, some, uh, Precision Arrow. Precision Arrow is what? Which is Jeff Runbeck from Runbeck Election Services. Right. Who is the CEO. Jeff Runbeck is the CEO, COO of Runbeck Solutions. Is a Runbeck he's Election the, Services. No, his brother is actually the owner, but he's the COO of Runbeck Election Services. Jeff is. Right. Um, He's brought up as a different name, and I forget, but it's Jeff something Runbeck. Um, and there's also a Mr. Ellison. Ellison. Yeah. No, it's it's Ellison Jeff Ellison Runbeck. Gotcha. That's his full name. That's how they kind of skew things. But Jeff Runbeck is the CEO of Runbeck Election Services. He is also on the board of directions of Precision Arrow. Yeah. Which Ben Toma, who's uh the Speaker of the House, a conservative, whose voting record checks out. We checked on that. But when you have the Speaker of the House in business with Runbeck election services you and, got and, the, and then katie hobbs being on um on the election committee on the election committee you know there's just so too, let, let's too talk much about going that. on with some of the proof well let, let's with talk some about of the that. accusations that they have with proof obviously because they are not running from this no you know, i it's, it's just astronomical it's hard to explain so, Runback Election Services, they they are called in when signatures need to be verified, and they get a large amount it's of those. Bigger, it's bigger than that. They print the mail-in ballots. Runback Election Services prints the so mail-in ballots. they provide the ballots, and then they count the ballots when all else fails. If there's a catastrophic error or something at a, a polling site, uh, they, they, they actually count the ballots manually. But the guy in charge of that is an elected official. This is this is really what's what's happening now. Here, here's a short clip that kind of talks about of the Arizona uh, House. The whole ben situation Toma is directly related to the company Runbeck Election Services that runs the election services, including the ballots for Maricopa County. Okay, just stop right there. Um, just explain again, Runbeck. Tell me what that company does. Okay, Run Runbeck Election Services is a private company. It's based in Phoenix, Arizona. It is used to run the elections. One of the things that it does, for example, is it prints ballots. It mails out ballots for mail, you know, for the mail-in ballots. It counts ballots. It runs totals on ballots. Uh, if ballots were not counted through the machine, you know, they're 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 somehow badly marked or somehow defective. Uh, those ballots go to Runbeck for counting. 
So run back plays a very significant role in Maricopa County's election processes. Uh, run back, the run back company uh, is run by Robert K. Runbeck. It's also run by Jeff Ellington. Mr. Ellington, Ellington is also the COO of a company called Precision Arrow. Precision Arrow is a company owned by the Toma family. So you have a very direct line of existence between Ben Toma, who's the Speaker of the House, mm. running all the way directly to Runbeck Election Services. Now, forgetting the fraud for a moment, that's that's it, you know certainly uh, an ethics problem that shouldn't exist. You think that's a, th in other words, it's also would be considered a conflict of interest. Is that what you're saying? For sure, it would be. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what uh, what we're talking about. And he what he detailed right there is, I mean, can you imagine the cabal that exists within the government in the Arizona electorate that it, you have these people from the outside seemingly blackmailing um, and paying off elected officials, and then elected officials allowing this fraud to take place because people on the other side are on the take and they've got all the documentation completely detailed and they talk about this uh you know i mean like please come sue me i dare you to come out and call me out call me a liar on anything because the moment that you do i'm going to embarrass you in court we're just waiting going for to get the, the records he will get the records that he's asking for to begin with because they are not being produced. They're the proof, stonewalling him. The, the proof is being stonewalled, and if they sue him, what he needs, what he's asking for to begin with, will have to be produced in a court of law, and they are not the ones at this point. Well, here, here's, here's, here's something that they talked about with, uh, uh, you know, that they say they found a treasure trove of the money. changes in those settings were made Listen. through computer infiltration, not manually or by some never-before-seen before error. The uncontrollable ballots were placed in box three and allegedly driven to run back. Witness information provided on October 2020, 2020 confirms that more than 100,000 filled-in ballots and more than $13 million were identified by some of our investigators in two unmarked rental cars. These vans were loaded with the ballots and cash at a private residence in Mesa and driven to Runbeck's office. The Runbeck company, <clears throat> as you know, is operated by Robert Runbeck. So Jeff Ellington Runbeck's brother. And I got a little bit I want to expound on that. Okay. The house that they found those ballots at was registered to... Donna Chavez, Brittany Chavez's, Brittany Thaler Chavez's mother. That's right. how they found it. And we, we were asking a question. All right, that sounds all, that's a great story there. You know, we, we want to believe it, but there needs to be some proof. Well, what we later found in an interview was John Thaler talking to, uh, I, I think it was this guy, the, the same uh, piece that we just watched, stating that it's not the FBI, or it is the FBI that is corrupt, but not the agents. He was really, really stringent on sticking up for and sticking to the fact that there are some wonderful FBI agents working and going. So exactly. that's where the paperwork and, and the discovery and the, the police reports that we would need to completely verify that would be. But again, he's saying it on these interviews with the, with the hope that he's being going to be called out on them. So yeah. we'll, we'll take it as... as, as yeah, you gotta take it as you gotta take it as as fact. 
you know, he he's testifying before the House uh, in in Arizona, and this is the the uh, election oversight committee, the House oversight committee. These, if if he were to bring false evidence and stand before him them and and give sworn testimony and lie, he's looking at a prison sentence. And 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 when you're alleging the things that he's alleging, and you're on the unpopular side of it, you know, and attempts have been he, made on your life. Yeah, but he's still sticking to his story. So. And, and then come to find out, I mean, not only is like, well, uh, uh, Brittany Chavez was not only in on it, she was hacking the database. And and I'm like, and then I asked the question immediately. And it got, as soon as I asked it out loud when we were going over the material, I hear right out of my other ear him answer that very question. We seen her do it and we got sworn testimony and eyewitnesses that'll state that she logged into uh, the database, the election database, and changed change things votes. and manipulated things. Um, it, here, I have I have uh, a couple of clips that kind of speak to it. Uh, let's let's take a look at this one here. Since at least 2004, ballot counts have been tampered with. Our county's current computer database, which was built between 2014 and 15, has been and continues to be infiltrated and hacked. Its architects specifically designed the system with multiple backdoor entry points. These points permit the uploading of falsified documents and the removal of genuine documents from the county system. We have seen Brittany access the, the database and have an eyewitness to, to testify for that. Over the past 15 years, Brittany has used her access to load falsified judgments and so on. Um, She's nervous. Beginning in 2017, the... She goes yeah, I mean... This this lady's got to have nerves of steel to be doing what she's doing, guys. This is this is not easy to stand up in front of the House Judicial Committee with the very and, and, and with the guys that you're talking about, right? She's alleging this fraud not to strangers that also are concerned about the fraud too, but she's saying it to the very people involved in the fraud. So keep in mind, like she's accusing them to their faces. This is this is really what's happening. So you hear them stumbles and her clearing her throat and all that, you'd have some nerves too. Let's let's get back to what the, she's saying. The man that sent her literally has had six attempts on his life, and she's the one in front of the people she's accused. Of. Yeah, that's Excel right. Events have been I used to change vote to totals and thereon election results. Illegal transfers have been made and provided to Runback and Jeff Ellison. The phony deeds used in the scheme to move money to candidates are created by Brittany. For-profit and non-profit PACs are also created by Brittany and used to move money for candidates. During the 22 election, ballot scanners, printers at 70, at 70 precincts suffered ch changes to their printer settings, despite being tested the night before the election. The changes in those settings were made through computer infiltration, not manually or by some never-before-seen error. Wow, right? Do you, you can't seen her break into the database. We we <laughs> I just can't. John Thaler himself in this next clip, you'll see him. You'll you'll actually hear him say that he was witness to it. Uh, I think this is the one where it said hat vehicle found shocked all lawsuits. Rumble, where is it at? Here we go. 
Again, I want to expound so on Brittany the then showed me exactly how that system works. So just so the audience knows if they're tuning in late, you married a lady um, and you found all this out after you were married. And and now all of a sudden, of course, you've, you've had a child, I think. And now you're you're trying to unwind the marriage. Co co correct. And she, and, but and she, but she along the way started trying to help you. But then, of course, apparently you said, according to to you know her maybe threats or whatever else, she's she's kind of like not really wanting to go with you under federal witness protection uh, witness because she's she maybe is scared. I, I would say it's more than that. You know what happens is is that you know by the time we got to the end of 2019. There was enough information to support, you know, a number of racketeering activities. As we said, we haven't really talked about the bankruptcy fraud or how the payroll theft works or the life insurance fraud or any of those things. But these are all part of it. These are all part of the ways in which money is obtained. Okay. Uh, you know, in, in the, just, you know, in the auto insurance fraud alone, we've got over 25,000 phony liens paid by insurance companies over the past 10 years. Wow. And that's how bad this is. Mark, do you want to make uh, a we comment? Have all, we have all of the documents to show. Let me have. Uh, so there, there's, there's that. He, he's saying basically, you know, we're only talking about this one thing. We haven't touched any of the other things. Now, there's something that caught me in the beginning of that statement. I don't know if you caught it. But he said that she was going to come with him and help him, but then decided, no, she got scared. So this lady who was hacking into the database and changing things, and they saw her do it. She was, she's admitting these things to them openly. And then he goes into federal protection and she says, yeah, I, I just, I can't they do, do that. They do have a child together, by the way. I don't and, know if that was, was mentioned earlier. But yeah, they, they have they, a child together. It's a. This is a. Polluted. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. Situation. It's pretty wild. According to him, even, um, there is one thing that I want to expound on once, once last time. This Jeff Ellington that everybody keeps bringing up. Ellison. Ellen. No, it's Ellington. Is it? Jeff Ellington. And it's Jeff Ellington Runback. Okay. So so that's how the, the Jeff Ellington and the, the Runback election services unite. Um, the owner is, is the brother of the CEO who is Jeff. Okay. Okay. So now what we're going to do is kind of show you one of the situations that occurred while Miss Bregger, Jack, Jacqueline Bregger. So she's testifying and you'll see as she's testifying that there is someone right there to which she's calling out. And um, you can see for yourself how scared this fear. man is. Absolute I mean, fear. visibly scared and does not want her to continue talking he he and he for all intents and purposes wanted her to shut up and stop saying anything more uh you guys got to see this this is something that you got to see you just got to check it out declaration is included in your packet the declaration uh, the reason i mentioned this and the only reason i mentioned this is because a similar attempt was made on the life of carrie lake's daughter during her campaign. To date, six attempts have been made on Thaler's life. In Arizona, public officials accepting bribes include members of the legislator, the executive branches of the state government, more than two dozen. All right, so I'm going to back this up just a second. Just so you understand, she's going down a quick overall list 
of several people that she has evidence and she has it in the paperwork. She just handed them the evidence that they, we know you are on the take and they're looking at their own names on this paper. So keep that in mind as she goes down this long list of people that she knows are on the take and that she has the evidence uh, that they are literally involved in uh, either money-making schemes, fraud, um, all kinds of things. Just, just listen. Take a listen. Government, more than two dozen judges on the Maricopa County Superior Court, at least two judges in the city of Mesa Court, at least one judge in the town of Gilbert, the mayor of Mesa, five members of Mesa City Council, several police Madam officers. Madam Chair, point of order. The, Watch his face. This is not the appropriate place to be, to be alleging um, We, we do have a rule in this chamber that <laughs> now the paper was shaking. I don't. Was did so you see? Uh, did you see? Order, order, I'm caught. We can't yeah. go through with this. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. He 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 wanted no part of that at all. He wanted no part of that. Somebody's gonna go to prison or get killed, and it ain't gonna be me. Point of order. Yeah, stop talking <laughs> about this. Somebody tackle her. So. <laughs> Somebody tackle her. Duct tape aisle ten. For real, I mean, she's saying some things here that, I mean, come on, people, this is nuts. And then she breaks down. I mean, finish playing that though. Would you? That, no, that's the end of that oh, okay. clip. That's the end of that clip. But there, there's the other ones where, um, she's talking about how the scam works, and that's that's one of the ones we need to get to. Uh, because this kind of breaks down. What we're alleging uh, is the is level that in the to which. Um, they went the, the links that they kind of show you uh, what what they were doing and how they were doing it. And this is just one of them. And this was as it relates to the scam that they pull on the single family homes and and and, and real estate. So take a listen to this. Uh, I'm sure you'll find it more than interesting. What we're alleging like is is that in the schemes for the racketeering, what we have is is twofold things. One of them is, you know, is transactions for buying and selling properties where there is no real buyer or seller of the property. So the transactions themselves are used to move money, but where the property itself doesn't move, you know, where it's not, there's not a new buyer or a new seller. It's actually a fake transaction. But the money moves, and that helps launder the money. The second type is bribes. Bribes, we have found, are paid through what is called what we call a phony mortgage system. So let me, let me explain and give you an example. <laughs> If I want to bribe you, I can just come to your office, I can hand you a suitcase of cash, and I can ask you to do something for me. But the other way I can bribe you is to do it with, with other means. And the, one of the means that we found here is through phony mortgages, which is I tell you, all right, go out tomorrow and buy a property. Buy a property with, say, 10% down. And then the rest of your mortgage is going to be funded through a mortgage company that I have set up that's going to pay the seller, the real seller, an honest seller, uh, the, rem the remainder of the money except you don't actually owe the mortgage. So the trust deed that's recorded with the county recorder's office says that you owe, say, $300,000 on a mortgage, except that you never have to pay that mortgage. That money is provided as part of the bribe. The mortgage company is not a real licensed mortgage company. The escrow company and usually the title company involved are also not, not real. Sometimes they are, but most of the time they're not. And now you've gotten the benefits of the $300,000 without ever taking cash. Now, the equity in the home it is just, the payment. 
Yeah, the equity in the home is the, the payment to the person. The remaining 90% that is paid for that the title... But check out the complexity. The title company, the mortgage company, all these things, he said, in, in most cases, they're all fake. In some cases, they're not. So they're, they're using these fake companies to pay these mortgages. So the seller gets paid, and then the mortgage company, since they really don't exist and have no license to do it, they just kind of disappear, leaving that person who's in the house with the house and they never have to pay the mortgage. One thing I'd like to point out right there wow. is that's where the governor Katie Hobbs comes in. So she yeah. had nine deeds between the years of 2001 and 2005. She moved, she bought, moved five, nine pieces of property in four years mm. that according to the accusations here, all have the same, uh, False signatures, false notary stamps that have been linked to cases clear back to 2005 now, now in Arizona. Not that, to mention cases in Let me bring Illinois, up a connection. Iowa, let me bring up a connection that, that's unlikely that most people didn't even catch. Bentoma is a Republican. And he appears to be at the head of this election portion of it. With the fox guard and the hen house style of you want to talk about getting delving but there but there but the rhinoism that's happening here that means he would have had to been on the end <laughs> to help the Democrat Ben Toma has a uh, real estate company a, a century twenty one real estate company mm -hmm. isn't that just kind of an easy mark to move properties <laughs> to have legitimacy even though wow. the names the signatures and and everything well, else is fake. If you pay, he sells something to somebody, and uh, it's a fake company that actually pays him. So he has the money. He has the money, so he's not going to investigate. He's not going to tell the fact that he knows where the money came from. He knows that the buyer didn't pay for it. That the equity, the ninety percent equity in the house after the ten percent down, <laughs> is all profit. This is nuts, guys. And Look. you can't tell me that. With nine deeds, nine. Yeah, deeds you can't say you didn't know. One in two thousand and five. Ignorance is out of the question. You know that. Okay, the the even according to some of the statements on this um, uh, committee addressment, the the signatures were inconsistent between Katie Hobbs and her husband. Okay, so they have some sort of an out supposedly, but you can't move nine pieces of property in four years. And not have something on your taxes when you, when come you, up. Yeah, when you, you have to when you go to, to file, they're gonna you're gonna get hit with a you tax have to bill. Report something. Yeah, amiss. it's either that or you're 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 reporting it as fraud in your name. But you do, you wouldn't wait that many years to do it. You would do it a year or two after you found out. I'm sure something when you know when you go to file your taxes, something's gonna pop up like you owe money for a property you don't own. But she obviously has never done that. So this looks really, uh, it, it really looks bad for her. Um, and and it, it just appears, I mean, when, when you have bipartisan agreement on the fact that you shouldn't be on the election committee because you're running, and, and Democrats and Republicans both agree that that's a bad look in general, because even if you're not guilty of something, well, you now kind of look guilty of something. Because not only did you, you stay on the committee. that don't need to be yeah, but, addressed. When you not only do you stay on the committee, but you know there you 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 hear people asking you to get off the committee. So why would you fight to stay on it? For what purpose? 
if you don't, if it's obviously, I mean, you, you wanted to know something and you wanted to be there or be a part of it, but in what capacity? Cause you're running your campaign and then you're in on, I mean, come on, this is, this looks bad. This looks bad. And, and your name being on several deeds and, and all of this information um, that several he's got that judges, have, everybody. I mean, he's just deeds that have the same, same notary stamp, same signatures that have been verified again by this woman named Linda L. Mitchell. And 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 the in the police force because they have noted they already have cases in backlog where they filed fraud charges and we have the the known fraud and racketeering yeah, which, yeah. which is basically what yeah. this boils down to so they have the known signatures from other cases that they've already closed uh or we they know are fraud rather um and they match the signatures it's the same signature uh, from one spot to the next so they know it's fraud um and and now not I, to mention they have an active two can, active participants but, Brittany but, and Donna Chavez but here's the thing though here's the thing why? Why isn't anybody talking about it? Why isn't the why regular? Is this not on the front page news. This is this is crazy, and I've not seen uh, anything anywhere. You know, I haven't heard anything from uh, on Fox on I, 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 Newsmax. Anybody? I. The only reason I know this is because you brought it up and showed it to me and said we want to do something on it. And, and the more I delved into it, I'm like, are you kidding me? And you know how I found it. I was flipping through reels and I was just, you know, going down a rabbit hole playing on reels like we do. And about 10 minutes into it, I see this little clip where this lady's talking about it. And, and it's not the clip of uh, Miss Breger herself, but someone just talking about it. So I, you know, sent a little text and saying, hey, where can I get this clip you're talking about? And uh, and so I looked, you know, she didn't answer me, but I wanted to see this clip. So I started looking through the comments and someone had posted the link. And then when I watched it, I was like, this is bananas and no one's talking about it. And uh, it, it needs to be it needs to really be uh, investigated. And there needs to be more people talking about this. I, you know, I haven't even heard Trump talk about this. It's just this is bananas. And this guy's got him dead to rights. And he's like, he's telling him, come sue me. It doesn't matter what you do. The moment you do, I got you because. We're in court, and then now I can find out the rest of uh, the stuff that I don't have yet. And you can implicate yourself in the process of trying to sue me. Go ahead and do it. Now, he literally called him out. Yeah, him out on the street. Yeah, let's get down. Yeah, so so it's it it's going to get interesting, guys. We're going to continue to follow this story wherever it leads. Um, there is another side of it because they say that the money that is is going to these officials and that money being paid off in the form of bribes or gained in the act of fraud is coming from cartels. Now, this is a side of it that uh, we didn't, I don't see the connection there. And and in any of the interviews that we've watched, um, he hasn't made that connection. He hasn't drawn a straight line. Supposedly, of course, it comes from what cartels business is. Human trafficking. They went a little deeper than that. Like they so named the so cartel and, and all that. So they, they went as far as to say the name of a cartel. And and what I've what I've yet to see right here on this particular front is is the correlation. Like I haven't seen them draw a line from one to the other. The company names the, the actual people of these organizations to the companies that 
legitimately buy the homes and so on and so forth. There, there's no backwards to that we know of that they have presented. There's accusations, obviously. Um, and with the proof he's proven that he's got. Yeah, what, the, what did the, the guy say end. earlier? What did the guy say? He's got the receipts. Yeah, he's got the receipts. Um, <laughs> he's got the that receipts. Would be, uh, that was Mark Fitchum. Yeah, he's... And, uh, he's got the receipts, the man says. Yeah. And... Uh, he definitely has the receipts. And so, like we were talking when we were trying to build up to this, trying to get things together was, okay, he's got all these accusations. He's not going to, you know, he goes in front of a... Or his representative goes in front of a Senate committee. Mm -hmm. you, you know, the, the entire state of Arizona's electoral collective with these accusations, knowing full well that there's lawsuits and, and everything else possible, criminal oh, yeah. charges. And you can get disbarred. He, he's an attorney. He could lose his he license. He still did it. So we're like, all right, there's something there. But we couldn't figure out, you know. Yeah, we didn't understand how it worked. We were wondering, where's the proof? Because we, we were like, we want proof. And it's, the proof is in, again. They showed the paperwork. They showed the paperwork. They showed they the paperwork. They requested it. You know, a lot they of showed the signatures. But, the, but they on. showed it all. The the FBI, you know, he get, like uh, the instance where they found the hundred thousand ballots and the millions of dollars in two vans at this person's house. Wh where's the police record? You know, where, where where's the where's well, the paper trail of that? And then here, here's the here's the thing, right? If you if you make a statement like that about somebody to cast aspersions on someone named publicly, like he said. The moment but then that he, right after that brings up the the, the, moment, the quality of FBI agents, not the agency, but the agents. So. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like, if those things aren't true, what they are is an attempt by him to bait them into suing him for those things, so that he can for get the, the proof of the truth. So he can, he so he can just bust the, he can bust out in court and get the discovery for everything else he wants. He may be baiting them. He may be saying something to try to draw them in to get them to sue him. So, like, you understand what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I get what he but, said. but, uh, yeah, I, I looked in as well. I, I couldn't, I couldn't find receipts. any, any, any of the, uh, any, any proof on any news, uh, forum or anything like that about, uh, whether or not there was, uh, a van or some vehicle with millions of dollars and bunches of ballots in it. But here's the thing I mean, you can't say that, um, in in front of a, a, a Congress, you can't lie to Congress, or you're so. Miss Breger, who who made that statement to Congress, um, can't you know? Obviously, she's in danger of a prison sentence if what she says isn't true. So it's going to be very interesting to watch this over the next few months um, and follow this story wherever it may lead. Uh, we've even made an attempt to reach out to Thaler and Harris. Uh, for uh, interview and or statement, um, and and I haven't heard back as of yet. To Breger, Jacqueline Breger. Yeah, 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 sure did. If there were a couple, you know who'd be fun to interview? Uh, Senator Ken Bennett, the well, order, order in the court, order in the court. <laughs> I'm caught. We got to stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I doubt. I doubt he's gonna want to. I doubt he's gonna want to go uh, on camera and answer any questions. Uh, that's for sure. But, um, guys, it, it's been fun hanging out. And as you can see, um, it, it, it keeps getting interesting. And we're going to stay on top of this. Uh, but upcoming here in uh, – when is the when, – when we're going to have uh, dinner with 
Alice Johnson here in, in a little bit. Are you going? Um, I, I'm I'm trying to make it work. We'll see, but we're we're gonna have Carl boots on the ground there at least if I can't make it. And uh, we're we're gonna have uh, we're gonna do a little interview with Alice Johnson. And for those of you who don't know who Alice Johnson is. Uh, she was freed as part of a project um, that uh, uh, the Jeroform project that that Trump uh, did while in while in office that freed over four thousand people from prison, uh, of which ninety uh, something ninety something percent of them happened to be uh, black. And Alice Johnson had a sentence overturned to allow her to come home. She had a, a very long sentence for drug charges. That she uh, got uh, hit for in the late eighties, like mandatory minimums back then. You know, yeah, she... it was, it was, it, it, and and now this lady has her freedom back thanks to a common sense justice system and, and Trump actually following through on prison reform, unlike every other incumbent prior to him that had the opportunity to do it but yet never did it. So, um, you know, he did a lot of things for people to get second chances, talking about re restoring voting rights for people. Um, I mean, it, just an amazing amount of work. And it's going to be uh, great to hear what Alice Johnson has to say about her life since Trump has given her her freedom back. It's going to be a very cool little interview, and uh, we look forward to it. So, guys, um, as always, come check us out at thepatriotsprayer.com and support us at your one-stop gift shop.com where prices are low and uh, shipping is always free. So guys, Carl Patriot. God bless. God bless. And uh, guys, as always uh, stand your ground in the silent majority. Stop being silent. It's time to speak up. Have a good week.